Hello, welcome. This is Always Acting Up. My name is Caslin, and this is the podcast where I'm going to be sharing all of my personal stories and journeys as an actress in the entertainment industry. So this is actually going to be part two of the Boohoo Dance and Blues with Lori Huff, where we kind of talked about the quarantine, our feelings, going back home, online dance classes, and much, much more. So if you are just now tuning in, stop, make sure to go back, check out part one, finish that, and then come back and you'll be able to catch up exactly where we are. But before we get into part two, I do want to give a shout out to you guys who have joined me on Instagram, on my podcast apps, who have subscribed, made comments. And of course, I do want to give a shout out to my producer, Hisani Johnson. And now back to part two. And I have another question. Um, for these dance classes, I'm just curious, um, are they still charging like full class rates or is it more at like a discounted price? Um, the ones that I've been doing and that I've seen are at like discounted prices. Um, if, if not completely for free, like actually there are quite a few like teachers and choreographers that, um, especially initially, were just doing it for free. Mm. Um, That's super nice. Which... Yeah, which is like super nice. But of course, I mean, like you can't, <laughs> you cannot do that for free forever. Um, yeah, you need you need to be compensated like for your time and for your effort. So I completely understand. Like I'm starting to charge for it. Yeah, um, and I, I agree get with that. It, which is why I I still go ahead and like pay for it. I I again I totally understand that. As and as an artist, you want to support other artists. God, I can't even talk. You want to support other artists because at some point, like. You got to get paid. Yeah. I mean, it is your art and it is your time, but you know, you got to get your money and that's your job as well. What I have seen in some of the workshops and I'm not saying all of them because I've definitely seen the same thing for the acting community. There's been so many free um, chats and workshops and those are just so, so generous. They don't even have to do that. That's just being generous and being helpful. And then I've seen plenty of classes at full price, I'm sorry, half price, but I've also seen some workshops at, I think it's full price. And I feel a little upset by that because it feels like a money grab. And I feel like this is not the time to be money grabbing, especially when you know most of us artists and actors and dancers, we're like the poorest people on the planet. Like we barely work and I work and do trade shows too, so I haven't actually had a job since mid-March, and I don't know what the future's going to be and if I'm going to have another one. So any income I do have now needs to really be saved and put in the, um, uh, used specifically and put in like the right places. You know what I'm saying? So like some of these I'm seeing is yeah. like, are like $200 for like a three-hour event and I don't know, like maybe in person, okay, fine. But in a Zoom or whatever, how do I know you're actually paying attention to me? It feels a little, I guess you could see I'm a little frustrated by that. It bothers me. I don't yeah, like it. Totally. Like, yeah, I, I can, I can totally see that. And like, I, I guess like I have not come across that yet mm -hmm. that I've noticed. Um, but if I, if I were, like, those would be, like, the ones that, like, I would opt out of because, like, I'm just like you. Like, I, um, like, all my work has been canceled since, since the beginning of March. Um, so, 
like I and I don't know like exactly like when I'm gonna get like paying gigs again. So so I'm the same way. It's like I am considering myself on an extremely tight budget. Mm-hmm. Um, any any unnecessary expenses, like I'm not I'm not paying for. I'm trying to like keep like all of my expenses like down as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and try to stretch like every dollar as far as it can go yeah um but you know on the flip side of all this it's also really great because being in vegas now as opposed to la these classes being online are giving me an opportunity to do them straight in my bedroom as opposed to having to drive back and forth to la and not only myself but like i did um a class um a couple weeks ago and we had actors from canada um, Puerto Rico, London, and we're all in one class. So at the same time, it's great because it's giving us all access to classes and opportunities that we wouldn't have had before. So really, yeah, really great. Totally agree. But when you're price, price gouging, is that the word? Not okay. I, I just yeah. can't get on board with that. So do you think that um, at the end of all of this, when society opens up and it's all safe, do you think there will be any good that comes out of this? I, I definitely hope so. I mean, like, one of the big things that I'm hoping that people um, will kind of, like, learn from this experience, or at least specifically, like, companies. What I hope that companies will learn is that the companies that, like, were able to work uh, remotely and, like, transfer their work, to, like, their employees being able to, like, work remotely from home mm-hmm. um, will continue to maintain that um, I, most of the time. I thought so about least, like, that, yeah. Um, because I think that it really helps to obviously reduce traffic and commutes and it increases um, the employees like time at home, like with their family and their pets. So to me, like that is actually a really positive thing um, that they've been able to, to do like with um, that this lockdown has kind of like forced us to do. So I really hope that companies um, are, are open to continuing that in the future. That's actually good that you reminded me because I forgot about that as well. But I was definitely thinking about that when all this was happening. If all these companies can do it now, they guess they could have done it before. They just didn't really want to. But I agree. I think it would be really great to allow maybe part time or a couple of days of week. Some of the people that can do their work from home, do it from home because then it gives them an opportunity to spend more time with their family and less pollution in the air and commute time. And I think overall, a lot less stress. In like my own work, like in my own experiences, like I've also been um, like as an event producer um, and kind of field market managing and, and things of that nature. And a lot of that work is strictly um, through like internet and email and like phone calls. And like, I've always found that I've actually been more productive when I stay at home because I don't have as much, many distractions, I'm happier. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you notice before you went uh, back home to Kentucky, could you actually see the difference in the air pollution and quality in LA? Because I've seen pictures, but I don't know, like, you know, I Photoshop all the time. I don't know what was real <laughs> or if you could actually see the difference. Um, you know, it's like one of those things that like when you're inside the city and like inside the smog, mm. I feel like you don't actually really notice it that much either. That's true. You don't notice it until like you get outside the city and are looking at the city skyline. Mm-hmm. Um, then then you'll notice the smog. So like I, I didn't notice like that big of a difference just because like I was still inside the city itself. 
Um, like I didn't, I wasn't doing it from afar. Good point. So we talked about um, if there will be any good that comes from this, like with a general, in general, what do you think mm-hmm. about um, if anything will come from the dance world? Do you think there's going to be, obviously there will be big changes, but do you think for the good, well, we've kind of learned a couple things maybe? Um, I think so. I mean, and actually like this, this comment, like probably um, it can apply more to general as well as like the entertainment, but like one thing that, um, is very common, like in entertainment, is that we are gig workers, um, and like part time and everything else. So, um, we don't have like paid sick leave. Yes. Um, so mm-hmm. a lot of times, like we end up like having to still go to work, even like when we're sick, because um, otherwise, like we lose out on that money. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, if we don't show up for the work, then for the gig, then, like, you don't get the money mm-hmm. to get replaced. So, and and there are actually a lot of jobs out there like that as well, like, where um, people will still go to work, like, even though, like, they're sick, you know, they feel bad um, because, like, they can't afford not to. And because the companies, um, like, will actually threaten them that they'll be fired, they won't have a job if they don't come. Yeah. So I hope I hope that this will. Um, I actually kind of like hope that like it'll turn into a mandatory and uh, like two to three weeks like paid sick leave for like, any and every job. I love that you said that because I didn't even think about it because you're exactly right. If I'm sick, I have to go to work no matter what, and the fear of calling in to say I'm sick is terrifying because most of the time they're not going to believe you. And if you say no one time, guess what? It's done. They're never calling you back. Like, opportunity game over. So maybe, yeah, maybe they'll be a little bit more lenient and actually um, believe us a little bit more when we are sick because the last thing you want is to spread your germs to everybody else and then you have everybody sick and then we start this whole thing all over again. Yeah. So, um... You were telling us that you were editing um, your web series. Do you want to tell us about that? Of course. I, I always love a shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. So, <laughs> um, so my web series is called Bitter Party of One. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a sketch comedy web series um, that is all, all kind of like based around and being able to like laugh about um, the experience of being divorced. Um, in, in particular, like I've, I've been divorced, so like it, it's coming from that, but obviously mm-hmm. it's something that's also like very relatable. Um, and so it's just yeah, like being able to like, um, like vlog and, and laugh in like sketch comedy form um, about the experiences and the stereotypes involved like with being married and going through a divorce and then... Um, like obviously being like reintroduced to like the, the single and like dating world as well. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it's called Better Party of One. And um, it is on YouTube. And yeah. Um, what else would you like to know about it? Is well, um, so it's called Better Party of One. Is that if I type that in or do you have a web channel? Like how can we find it? Um so it is yeah, if you type it in, like that's that's the channel. It's like Better Party of One. It's like the number one as opposed to like the word. Okay. Um, so bitter party of the number one. 
Got it. Especially if you do Better Parenting One web series, then it should come up with no problem. Are you working on any other projects um, on top of the web series? Like, as any short films, features, anything else in the works? Or you never know. Um, Yes, but like very beginning stages. Like, I've been kind of just like focusing like on writing Mm -hmm. um, additional additional like ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see what what shape they they really turn out to be. I guess I'm thinking it's more going to be like. Um, like film shorts or like um, like maybe even like feature film like. yay it's always well. good to like <laughs> keep your productivity going and get your juices flowing and sometimes like all those ideas like you just have so many you just gotta like write it down and I'm excited and um, I'm gonna make sure I post a little link in the comments below so you guys can make sure to check out the web series on YouTube. And so, Lori, um, we know that we can find the web series on YouTube. How can we get a hold of you and follow along with you? You got the Instagram. Where can we see you? So, yeah, Instagram is definitely going to be probably the, the best um, way to be able to follow along with me and, like, my career path, like, in all forms, and as well as feel free to always, like, reach out to me. Um, and it is the Laurie Huff, so B T H E, and then Laurie L A U R I E Huff H U F F. Woo woo! Yeah. So woo. we are at my favorite part of the podcast. This is the moment of positivity. Oh no! Wait, I messed up. <laughs> Hang on, I, I messed up. Wait, I gotta do the end. And now we are at my favorite part of the podcast. This is going to be. The moment of positivity. I like the little pop at the end. That's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I love the sound effects there. Yes. So at the end of every podcast, I usually like to end it with a quote or some positivity that I have um, come up with to make myself feel better. And I'm going to give the honors to you. So if you'd like to share um, something that kind of makes you feel better, a quote, whatever it be, would be, I would be honored. I do try to like look for um, the silver linings and things. Mm-hmm. And um, I did actually um, find, um, well, I have I have a quote. I actually don't know who originally said it. Um, this is something that I discovered through social media, but it didn't have like an author. So I can't give credit where credit is due, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but here it goes. If you rearrange the letters in depression, you get I pressed on. Your oh. current situation is not your final destination. Yay. I <laughs> loved it. That's, you know, who comes up with all this stuff? Like, it's super clever. Like I would look at the word depression and be like, yeah, I'm depressed. I know exactly how that feels. But there's some like smart, forward thinking individual out there who was like, no, I pressed on. I love that one. Do you have to, um, (laughs) is that one that you tell yourself often? Because I have like certain quotes that I have to like remind myself all the time. And then there's other ones that like just pop up and I'm like, oh, that's great. Yes. Yes, definitely. Like it's, um, because I mean, yeah, like I, I definitely go through time periods like where like I'm feeling down and like frustrated and like definitely like depressed, and like something that, um, like even even though like I'm going through those time periods, like I have to remind myself 
this will this will pass, like it'll get better. And so yeah, this was kind of like a quote that just helps to remind myself of that. It's like just because you're feeling depressed doesn't mean it's it's not your final destination. Like your current situation is not your final destination. That's a really good one, especially now during this time period where we're going on like two months and we feel like this is the end of the world. And it, it definitely feels that way. But by this time next year, we're going to all have pressed on, moved on. And hopefully this will be in the past and we never, ever, ever have to go through this ever again. So that was a really good quote. I like that one. So um, is there any other things you'd like to throw out, chat about before we finish up and wrap up this podcasty? I did actually think of like one other thing that um, kind of goes back to the whole I hope of good things coming out of this or like what what have we learned mm-hmm. in in particular like kind of like about like entertainment is that um, something that I kind of had to like realize and remind myself of is that sports have been canceled. <laughs> oh my god, the Olympics! I know, and of course, as horrible as that is. Um, and I feel bad for the entire industry. Um, but obviously, again, like those are things that like probably won't be coming back soon. And like we have managed to live through lockdown, like without them. And mm-hmm. um, so, like, there are some hardcore like sports fans like out there, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so it was like something that I thought about was the fact that like um, a lot of times I feel like sports and entertainment. Um, or like the arts in general, like especially like in like schools and things of that nature, um, have to compete for like funding. And there's like, right. so much money um, that gets like invested into sports. Mm. Um, but with this lockdown and sports being canceled, um, the demand for the arts has increased. And I just hope that people kind of like really appreciate and realize and support the arts more because of that. Like the arts are the only things like that have kept us going and entertained during the situation. That is so true. And I'm really glad you said that because what would we all be doing if there wasn't Netflix or music? I mean, really, like, I, I don't know what we would all be doing if this happened in 1995. Because Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's us. It's it's artists. And I really do hope and agree that I maybe people will appreciate the arts a little bit more and stop cutting the arts from schools, you guys. Yeah. Uh, well, I agree. And hopefully um, this makes a little bit of an impact. And I guess we don't really know what the future will hold. But as long as we stay positive and keep pressing on, we should all get through this together. Well, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast, you guys uh, out there listening. Make sure to go check out Bitter Party of One on YouTube, as well as follow the Lori Huff on Instagram, myself, Castle and Rose on Instagram. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share it with all your friends. And you guys, thanks for joining. I will catch you on the next one.